Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to part two of a discussion on patience. I'm joined by Lindsay Kane, my other half, and Giuseppe Delano. Lindsay, that moves us into career then. And we know, obviously, Giuseppe has to be incredibly patient if he's, if he's sort of icing a miniature prue leaf or something onto a, a bun. But um, how important is patience in achieving career goals? And do you think, Lindsay, it's ever held you back or cost you sort of impatience or the explosiveness or the inability to, to wait it out? So I think I'm patient in the process. I'm a very patient person and I'm aware that things will take certain, that you're really impatient with stuff like this. You're terrible. Um, But I'm a lot more patient in the day to day. However, when I sit back and reflect, that's when I get frustrated and then impatient because I'm like, oh, I'm not where I want to be. So it's sort of a long-term impatience. Oh my God, you know, by the time I'm X age, I should have done this. Yeah. Whereas I'm short-term impatient. But is that necessarily a negative thing, Giuseppe? Because, for example, I've got a big pitch going through at the moment, big TV programme that I really want to get away. I've worked hard. I've trialled it in another format. And I just can't leave my manager. Like, have you heard anything? Like, but you know, <laughs> I swear to God, that's why I get some things done, though, because my impatience yeah. sometimes... As long as you can calibrate with knowing when you're being a C-U-N-T, it can be a useful tool. <laughs> People that are too patient, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, my career goals never got achieved. It doesn't matter. It does fucking matter. Wake up. I think that in a workplace, if I think back of my uh, engineering career in the past, in the workplace, um, patience, impatience is never, never a good sign or never a good, a good a trait to have in professional relationships, whichever level you are at, unless you get to the very top. Because when you when you start becoming a CEO of a, of a company, that's probably more where the masculinity kicks in and you know, the, the, you know, you've got to be slightly a slight psychopath. Sorry to interrupt you, Zeppi, but a lot of people listening to this will be self-employed and they are effectively CEO of their own world. Even if it's just Dave in his joiner's van, he's the CEO. And if you're a joiner called Dave or Davina, you need to be impatient to win the pitches and do the jobs faster and get more work than the other joins. We're all see we a lot of us are CEOs in our own world these days. Yeah, but I don't see that as impatience. I see that as uh, you know being driven. I mean, the fact that you're you're calling your manager every day is not because you're impatient to have an answer. It's because you want to see the fruit of your all your efforts. It, that's I don't class that as impatience. In my head, impatience is something that triggers a bad situation, a bad reaction, or there is some aggressive 
aggressivity involved. You calling the, her up every or him up every 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 other day. I don't I don't plus that as impatience. Has impatience ever cost you work though? Have you ever flown off the handle, not been patient enough? And you think I've just fucked that. I'm, has it ever held you back? Impatience has cost me uh, relationships because at times I've stormed off uh, a room. I have you know, let's unleash the Italian in me <laughs> and being particularly rude <laughs> to people. I'm not, I'm, I've just I'm gone not, to full opera. It's... Maybe it's better if I put it like this. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> well, if I, if I was a good singer, I probably would, yes. I'm a rubbish singer. No, yes, it has cost me. I don't, not that I regret it. Because, uh, I mean, when I think back to those times, I'm like, well, if I reacted like that, it means that you really weren't worth it. So I shouldn't be crying over having lost you as a friend. Uh, can I ask you, uh, ask you a question? I mean, I feel like I can only get away with it because my daughter's part Italian. But do you ever, like, when you really lose it, start speaking Italian instead of English? 100%. The kids, 100%. I mean, the kids know that if we are, okay, uh, my wife is Italian, so we speak Italian at home on a regular oh, basis. But when we are in a social context, they know that whilst English is being spoken, the situation is under control. The minute that I start speaking Italian in public, in front of them, then they, they, they look at me and they're like, okay, yeah, Papa's lost trouble. it. That must be nice. Yes. That's nice to have like a nuclear option. <laughs> That nobody understands. Yeah. So you can swear. Well, Lindsay's like, like that. She just jumps into Mank. She's like, right. And then. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lindsay? Do you think it's ever cost you something? Probably in the past, maybe like relationships with people close where I've, I've felt the need to be like, well, I'm going to let them know what I think. And it's like, it wasn't really, ne- looking back, it's like, it wasn't really necessary. Yeah, like, you know, I shouldn't have really yeah. done that. Yeah. All right then, okay. Well, I can think of one, so. Um, but yeah, so I think now I'm just like it's just not worth it. So. Okay, so I think um, Giuseppe, you sort of touched on this earlier when you were talking about Uber and stuff. But what effect do you think social media has had on how patient we are? The the refresh, refresh culture, which seems to affect everyone into their 60s. I mean, my mum's nearly 70. She's on Facebook 24-7. Your mum's in her mid-60s now. She's on, on Facebook all the bloody time. Early 60s. Early, sorry, early 60s. And that, that's affecting your patience, isn't it? Because it's immediate gratification, like comment gratification. Well, let me tell you something, Russell. I haven't been able to watch a full movie in a long, long time. Really? Because I can't, yeah, because I, I, I can only stomach nowadays just sitcoms that last 20 minutes or no longer than that because really? my attention span over the years has reduced massively. Yeah, but do, but do you think that's your t- you telling yourself that? Do you think that actually if you sat down and watched a film that you're really interested in that you'd be able to do it? Possibly, possibly. Once I start, yeah, once I start, I probably keep going and I like it. Do you not think it's yeah. having kids that's done that, Zebby? Loads of my friends who've got more than one possibly. kid just don't fucking complete anything. <laughs> we don't even start anything, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Possibly, well, think, but you might be right. I think with social media and stuff, I think, I think it's giving everybody, well, some people genuinely have got like, you know, like, like ADHD and stuff like that, but then I think a lot of people are... are trying to use it as an excuse as well. That's what I think personally. Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, I think a lot of people saying, oh, I've not been to a doctor, but I think I've got ADHD, are probably on their phones too much. Anyone who feels like they've got any concentration issues, obviously go and see a medical professional who knows what they're talking about. Don't Google it or post something on Facebook. That's not medicine. But also just try for two weeks 
delete social media only for two weeks and tell me if your yeah. concentration is the same at the end of that fortnight. And if it really is still bad, you might need uh, Ritalin or something. Go and see a medical professional. But people don't want to put these bloody phones down because they're, addic- they're addicted to the love me, love me feedback they're fucking getting on Instagram. And I'm allowed to say that because I'm one of them. I, th- I think that, the, yeah, going back to your original question, then in that sense, Russell, it does, social media do train your mindset in a way in the wrong direction. Absolutely. Because yeah. you, you get the illusion that you know everything just because you can access yes. uh, all the information yeah. that you want. And it's the same thing to patients because uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, they force you to have access to everything and to live in the present and to have everything there whenever you need it. So whenever you have to wait any, you know, five seconds to get anywhere, that becomes much more of a struggle because you're no longer wired to make, make it happen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. One of the things I, th- I love about Bake Off, which we haven't really spoke about it yet, it's the antidote to the world we live in. It's obviously it's gone over to Channel Four, and it's become even more hypnotic and slow. And it's a four-hour showstopper, and there's Noel Fielding gently talking about cake, and there's no instant reveal. And it's sort of the antidote to the social media world of cooking and baking, which is I'm going to show you ten-second Victoria sponge flat. Egg, sugar, bang, sponge. Oh, I hate that. I hate that with a passion. Can I just say that, Russell? All the ASMR stuff, people slamming down boards on the table and chopping loudly the onions. I mean, that just drives me crazy. I can't understand the point of it. But but so, but in relation to cooking, it's the opposite of cooking and baking social media, isn't it? Because at the, at the time of recording, the maximum length of a reel, which is the big thing at the moment on Instagram, because Instagram's trying to take on TikTok, so they want you to upload these 1.5-minute reels, is what the fuck can you really do in 1.5 minutes? You could certainly list a recipe and you list the ingredients, but you can't convey what is the essential part of cooking, which is the slow, patient, wait. there's so much waiting involved 
you guys have said that you go to Italy very often. Do you you must know about the slow food movement? Yes, of course. Which is the opposite, the opposite to fast. We went food. to Bologna, which is you know the food city. That's where it originated, exactly. And it's all about doing exactly what you're saying, Russell, and savoring the process rather than just the end result. And that's the thing. I mean, the, all this, these short videos, they want to get to the target without showing how hard it is actually to get yeah. there. But that's with everything, isn't it, now? Yeah, but it's especially important with uh, food, Linz. And yesterday I was interviewing a, a doctor for, for something else on, on television. And there is now evidence that the way we consume food quickly, not as a family, as we're supposed to, for hundreds of thousands of years, all gathered around the same bit of food. We all eat our different meals at different times, bleeping them in our apps and doing our different nutrient. But also, if you are on a computer doing emails while you are eating, right? And, or if you're watching a film. Now, if you're watching a film, even a nice, relaxing, romantic film, your brain is naturally concentrating on how full you are and the fact you're eating. And I'm 100% guilty of this. I almost can't eat on my own without watching something. So you're shoveling it in. You're not eating mindfully, okay? You're not appreciating the food. That's one thing. Even worse is if you are on emails or something like that, because once you are doing something related to work while you're eating, even if you love your job, your body produces cortisol, which is a stress hormone to help you achieve the impatience hormone, cortisol. Once your body produces cortisol, it's a signal to raise your blood sugar and store fat. Because all your body knows is famine, feast and fighting. We're, we're apes. We haven't learned. In, the body doesn't know the internet. So you're literally telling your body to store fat and to process your food the incorrect way. If you're eating your delicious piece of Victoria sponge that you bake whilst looking at email, you're going to absorb more of those calories and turn more of them into fat than me who sits looking at a nice view eating my beautifully baked piece of Victoria sponge. That blew my fucking mind. Eating is about patience and about slowness. That is our evolutionary history. Well, that, that is a massive difference between like the UK and Italy. We were talking about it the other day, weren't we, Russ, when we were in the airport and we were laughing about like, you know, when you go into the airport, the shops and stuff, it's just like chocolate crisps pieces of shit you know loaded with shit and more shit there's nothing like fresh like you can't buy anything fresh and we were laughing like saying oh if we're in Italy now you'd be able to have like fresh pasta that's just literally been made handmade cheese and like just fruit actual fruit actual fresh food and it's just so different how cultures view food differently yeah, absolutely. But I, th I think that sadly, though, uh, the even the Italian culture is getting closer to the sort of American, North European. Really? Yeah. That yeah, is so sad. It is, it is indeed. I mean, when I was a kid, I, we used to have two meals a day all together sitting at the same table. Probably breakfast was the only one that everyone had independently, but, you know, lunch and dinner every single day with the entire family. I could, it was unthinkable for me to think of anybody in our family eating on its own. But now really? obviously, yeah, but that, that now there are longer hours. So people don't, don't have yeah. the time to go back home. They have to, they have to eat necessarily lunch on the workplace. And that happens more and more often, unfortunately. Yeah, which is, which is very sad. I tell you a country that is still bucking the trend is France. They just refuse to give in to that. And um, you see it in the stats. It's called, again, something I've spoken about this week. It's called the French paradox, where you'll get French families who are eating roughly the same calories as a British family, roughly the same amount of fat, even if they're not eating processed shitlins, even if this English family is eating the correct cheese and the correct food, still more heart disease, still more obesity. Because the way the Brits in those healthier families consume their food is still on their own, on a tray, on their phones. Oh, that's interesting. Well, let's, as many 
Women die of heart attacks in the UK as men die of heart attacks in France. And women don't die of heart attacks in inverted commas. Just let that sink in for a second. The female heart attack rate in the United Kingdom, which let's face it, heart attacks are related to stress and impatience and what we're talking about, is the same as the male heart attack rate. And men love to die of heart attacks. That's our favourite way to go. And yet the French are stuffing fucking brie down their necks and God knows what and baguettes and all the things that the keto people don't eat. It's because of mindful eating and a, and a respect for food and a patient way of consuming food and that, that family. I mean, I can remember, I've stopped at service stations in France, fucking the BP, and there'll be a pot of boulevards going at the side. It's whoosh, out it comes like a, a fish soup that the person who runs the fucking petrol garage is slung off. It blows my mind. Yeah. The word ginster doesn't even translate into Italian or French. <laughs> well, but going back to your previous point then, perhaps, you know, taking it easy doesn't necessarily mean being patient. You can take it easy and being very impatient at the same time because you're releasing your stress as you go along and you never built it up to the point where, you, you know, your stress levels go up. Probably that's the most important aspect then in what you're discussing. Absolutely. So last last but not least, the um, relationships. How important is patience in a relationship? I mean, me, me and Lindsay, we have yin and yang. But um, do you think you can ever be too patient when dating, early days when you're dating, you know, waiting around for a person that isn't for you? We've got a few friends like that, wasting too much time on losers. Oh, this, this girl will change, this woman will stop being a dick, this man will stop being a dick. There is a such thing as too much patience in love, isn't there? Yeah, but I, th- I, think, I think it's... Um... Some people want to be, they've got an idea of what they want that person to be potentially and that they hope if they hold out for it, it will happen. I don't know. I think it's all about timing as well, isn't it? With with people's individual situations and... Well, it, I mean, impatience, men are famously. The game of romance has to be a play. I know the Italians are definitely a lot better at it than the Brits, which is, you're going to fucking wake me off or not, Kelly? Which is basically the whole <laughs> male courtship period in the UK. But, uh... it's, a, it's a difficult one to, to address, Russell. I, well, certainly patience changes over time within a couple. You know, I'm much more short-fused now than I used to be when 20 years ago I used to date my now wife. Uh, in the early stages of a relationship, you tend to project an image, your ideal image of yourself, which not necessarily reflects who you really are. Whether that can go on for too long, occasionally, but, you know, I don't think, you know, patient, how, how much can you really control patients? Perhaps is the real the question to answer there. I mean, uh, I, to a certain point, yes, but... You know, uh, if you snap, you snap. There is very little you can do. I mean, with Lindsay on that one, you can't you can't control it indefinitely or for too long. But in in the early stages of dating, is it a sign of respect, patience? Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Like, so Giuseppe, like traditionally, my perception of men is English men. Sorry, not all, not all, but the stereotypes. It's like the guys want to shag the girls, sort of like the first date. That's kind of like what's expected. Do Italian men, are they like that or are they more likely to wait and be sort of, you know, romantic? But that's what women think Italian men are. Lindsay, like, I've been to IB for so several romantic. times. The Italian guys are shagging twice as much. Believe yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you've got a very romantic idea there, Lindsay. I don't think that's reflected. <laughs> Other than Rodolfo Valentino, I don't think they, okay. they don't exist. Okay. <laughs> 
No. So that's just as bad. Oh, from you, the, yeah, from that perspective, I think that we all slaves to the testosterone there. It's <laughs> worse because you... it's mixed with the gift of the gum and the romantic accent. Yes, Patience yeah, is not yeah, required. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> there was a guy that we were talking to, and he was talking about uh, cheating and stuff like that. And he's like, "Oh, the older I am now, you know." You know, just just not like that anymore. And then we found out that he's been cheating recently, and it's and I was like, I I completely fell for his like lines, and he's really fit and handsome. And I was like, if I was single, I'd completely have fallen for his lines. And but he was like a cheating bastard still. So it's, uh... <laughs> Catch up on that episode. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to be discreet with that one. Do you think it's an attractive quality in someone when you're dating initially? Let's play it out. It's the first date. You go out, it's a nice restaurant, the waiter's not getting your attention, he's being a bit rude, ignoring you, and the other one's like, it doesn't matter, let's just have a drink, and I'm not bothered by it. See, I would find that slightly, that would be a red flag for me. I'd be like, up to a point, and then, but then I'd want the woman to go, it's all right, babe, I'll get it. Excuse me, we're waiting to be served. I would find that attractive. I've read some studies in the past where they'd say that women prefer men with more feminine face features really? depending on where they are in the month really Could that be related yeah oh, that's yeah interesting. yes uh, so they, they prefer more um, masculine features with like protruding eyebrows <laughs> very strong jaws big noses when they are uh, you know ovulating otherwise Italian during men. the rest of the month they, <laughs> they, they go for more you know uh, androgynous you're telling me Italian men can only get laid at one point in the month they're like when I say that are you judging my eyebrows there well, so I, I feel very self-conscious all, all of a sudden well it's a stereotype tall dark and handsome isn't it I mean you're going to find more dark coloured men in Italy than you're going to find in fucking you know Bradford or Woking well look look at my hair I can only tick one of those boxes so I'm you know I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no. What I, what I was trying to say is that yes, perhaps there yeah. could be, there, yeah, you know, there could be a, a, a time for women when they like the more aggressive yeah. men that stomp their foot down and say, you know, give me what I'm due. I don't know. I'm just you know wondering if there is a correlation with that. Linz, can you get the chart and then I'll know how to behave at each point of the month to guarantee hanky panky. <laughs> Oh, okay, come on, go. I'm not like standing that. for any nonsense. Right, I'll take my trousers off. <laughs> 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 Just let me just let me just colouring my eyebrows in you dirty bit. <laughs> Again, I think it all depends on like you know. I mean, I've been out on dates with like a guys like try to order for me, and I'm like, absolutely not, like not not going to happen. You know, whereas some women might like that because they feel like oh they like to be dominated or you know like they like to feel like the man's in control. Whereas I'm not about that life. Like you know, it's it's. I think it's about balance, isn't it, Russ? Oh, I can only assume you must have been on the feminine features part of the month when you miss me. <laughs> <laughs> Hiya. <laughs> that Lindsay's first sentence from her mum. Lindsay was coming to my show to see me, and Lindsay was like, "Oh, I wish he would split up with whoever he's with and get with me." And his mum went, "Lindsay, he's a homosexual man. You've got no chance." Yeah, she thought he was gay. Right, I'm off to grow some stubble. I've just checked Lindsay's cycle. Thank you very much <laughs> to Lindsay Kane and Giuseppe Delano. It's been an absolutely wonderful episode of Man Baggage on Patience. If you've come here as a fan of Giuseppe's wonderful baking and talents and writing, highly likely, do hang around, hit subscribe, hit like. I'm impatient. I need that validation or I'll smash the fuck out of my laptop. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lindsay, darling wife. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 